Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pixel Refresh Podcast. This is episode 14. I'm your host, Marco Rodriguez, and I'm joined, as always, by my wonderful uh, movie-watching, game-playing brother, Mario Emeril. What's going on, buddy? What's up? And the name is Ma-Rio. Okay. Yeah, that's sorry. My, his that's rap my name new, is ma That's my new rap name, bro. It's M-A space R-I-O. Ma-Rio. Um, I don't know why I say it like a robot. Yeah, you, you have, you're forced to. It's like Mario. It's, the only thing. <laughs> it's, it's um, gangster, y'all. Just, just know that. So yeah, um, this um, this podcast um, is an interesting one, uh, sort of because we already did it. But that's besides the point. I don't want to get too much into that. Um, There's a word for that. A redo? No. Shit happens. Okay, yeah. Um, but uh, the the weather lately has been really hot, and uh, you and I have been seeking shelter inside the homes, our homes where there's AC. But uh, you bought something recently that you use at work, um, I guess to alleviate the heat. Yes. Uh, at my job, I don't work in a situation where I have AC... I don't work in a situation where we even have really much of heating when it comes to winter. I haven't been there long enough to deal with winter yet, but I am definitely dealing with the summer right now. Yeah, the winter's going to suck equally, by the way. I could just imagine. But just, uh, you know, kind of to compare my circumstance to someone who works like an office like yourself. Yeah. You've got AC, you're nice and cool. You know, there's really not much, you know, to complain about when it comes to the weather. It's not going to really affect you at work no. besides your travel, maybe to work and home. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, I wake up in the morning and realistically, the weather determines partially if my day is going to be really bad or good. Because if the weather's hot as balls out there, it's going to be a bad day, especially if the humidity is really high. I work beside, the, you know, heavy machinery, two huge ass um, you know, f- uh, radiators that get up to like about 140 Celsius, 140 uh, Fahrenheit. So yeah. about 55 to 60 degrees Celsius. Now, just imagine that. And then outside being about 40 degrees with humidity. It's uh, it's devastating. So I had to find, you know, ways to keep myself cool. And one way I did is I looked online for a portable fan. So I found this fan. Uh, it's called the uh, Oplar... O-Polar, sorry, O-Polar battery-operated fan. It's got a 5,200 milliamp rechargeable battery. Oh, nice. So it is rechargeable. It's got, um, it's quiet. It's got three speeds. And let me tell you, I keep it on the speed number three all the time because there's no other speed for me. It doesn't make much noise. All the way or nothing, I say. All the way or nothing, especially when it's hot as balls out there. So all the way or nothing. And it, it lasts me the whole day. The whole eight hours I'm at work, this fan is on and it, it still goes with one. So the way it works is three lights and it tells you how much battery is there. That's the system. Okay. And it still has one light at the end of the day. Now, how much battery is left there? I don't know. To be so exact. is there any battery sync? So basically like some batteries, when they get to lower um, juice, I would say, or lower capacity, uh, the item that they're running tends to not perform as well. Do you find that like the fan starts to slow down as the battery no. gets near that one? No, not at all. So I find that the battery, I've never killed it completely, but I've gone to the last uh, light there. So the last little bit of battery left in it. And I've never felt like the battery, the fans, you know, slow down or isn't performing to 100% anymore. It seems to be good. Yeah. So it seems to be still, you know, performing just as good. They say it's um, it. The blades, the rotating speed is about 2300 RPM. Okay. And uh, the battery will charge, okay, bat- charge battery will last five hours. I think that's at full speed. I don't, I don't know. I, I use it more than five hours, that's for sure. No, I think I read earlier that it's like anywhere between eight to nine hours. Yeah, depending on what speed you've got on there, it should last. Like I'm telling you, it lasts me eight hours. How long does it take to charge though? It doesn't. T- so the way I charge it is I actually charge it in my car. Okay. So I leave it overnight charging for work the next day if I know it's going to be a hot day. Yeah. Even if I don't know it's going to be a hot day, just to make sure I have it fully charged. And you're not I'll worried about it. that killing your battery? So, no, because, you know, most batteries nowadays have, you know, trickling charging at the end, right? So they oh, shouldn't okay. overcharge. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I do, if I do go out to my car again and I see that the battery's full, whether I'm walking my dog or whatever it is, I'll unplug it. 
Oh, I don't leave it like over the weekend, right? I won't leave it like Saturday, Sunday, and then use it on Monday. I'll definitely charge it. Except it's in the car right now. It's in the car right now. It's not charging. So I'll go, I'll actually uh, go today and put it charging for tomorrow. Cool. So yeah, so this fan, uh, a few good things about it is build quality. So this thing at work has fallen about five times. The actual grill in in the front of the... um, the blades came off so it's all plastic just to let you know there's there's no metal parts to it except the magnets at the bottom which is another point i want to get at but i'll finish with the the build quality so the build quality is actually really good so the plastic grill in front of the blades it came off when it fell it just clipped back on it's got a little dent uh on the back because i'm telling you this is fallen from like 10 feet easily five times yeah holy crap um and it's not broken it still works so i gotta say build quality is really good uh, like I was saying about the magnets, if you work somewhere where like you have metal and you need to hang it upside down, it yeah. holds. Oh, it so 100% they're really strong. Holds. They're really strong. So I put this, uh, so I, I have like um, an electronic board that's all metal to control the machinery. And I could use it either facing up or sometimes I'll put it upside down because I'll hang it above me blowing air down. Yeah. Because you can adjust the angle of the blades. Yeah, I was about uh, to say, like you can, I've seen that you can adjust the fans like angle. Right. These um, magnets are strong enough. They're four little magnets on each corner of the bottom base. And let me tell you, they're strong and they hold this thing. You don't have to worry bro, about it unless you knock earth it off. magnets are legit. Legit. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's a great product. The reason I want to bring it up is that's the way I beat the heat. And if anyone works in an office and, you know, maybe the AC is not strong enough, maybe because you think about it, some of these offices, the AC is great. Some of them are not, especially when you get a lot of people in there. A lot of people causing a lot of heat, getting really hot. If you want that little fan, this this thing is awesome. The price range for some people might be a little bit too much. Uh, yeah. It's about I paid about forty dollars Canadian for it on Amazon. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's still on there on Prime for that price. Uh, we'll yeah, yeah. leave you a link to it. Yeah, we'll put a link in the show notes. And it's uh, like I said, it's quiet, so you don't have to worry about having this thing and bothering everyone in the office. So hey, if you're looking for a fan, a way to stay cool in this hot hot weather out there. This is an awesome little gadget, and I just wanted to let everyone know about it because I've had it for since May, and I've been using it. Like I said, it's it's fallen from like 10 feet about five times already. It still works. And I'm in a dusty environment, and there's a bunch of dust going around it. It's not like the motors have stopped or slowed down. It's 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 an awesome product. I got to give it a five-star for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's It seems like a great product all around, to be honest. Um, you could also plug it in if you were at your uh, desk. You could plug it into a regular USB, and then it, it has its own, you know, like little round uh, charging port on the actual base, which is like, uh, you know, what we used to use back in the day. A lot of it almost looks like a headphone jack hole, but it's those yeah. old, uh, old yeah, like fashioned. A, yeah, a lot of a lot of devices still use it. It's just like a, a lot of, yeah. To me, it's, it's old-fashioned because like everything now... It's just a now... circle shaft that you put on a pin on the other side and it right. charges. But the other side goes to USB. So you could use a power brick. You could use a laptop. You could use your PC. Anywhere where it's got USB with enough power to charge it, which I think is very minute, right? It must be using the battery and just trickle charging in the back, depending on how much power you're... Yeah, honestly, I wouldn't doubt yeah. it. They have to be doing some sort of tech there. Yeah, because um, I've actually had it plugged in, and that's one of the features, right, that you can you still use it. Because some things, uh, they're not meant to be used while they're charging. This is actually one of the features is that you can use it plugged in. That's cool. That's good. That's awesome. Um, I was going to say, I was going to follow up this with, because we were speaking about you charging it in your car, you did end up buying that USB dongle you were telling me about, the, Air, the Apple CarPlay one. Yes, so I bought a dongle... It's a uh, Apple CarPlay uh, Android Auto yeah. dongle. So it, if you look it up on eBay, it's literally just called like a 12 volt USB dongle for Apple CarPlay and for Android Auto so, navigation so, player. So for the audience, I'm just going to say what this dongle does is it allows you to plug it into the USB port on your current uh, in-car header system. As long as it's running Android 4.2, I think. Um, Android 4.2 above and above. Uh, and above, and I've also read that it works on uh, certain Windows CE okay. uh, systems. And what it does is that you plug it into the system, and then you plug a lightning cable into it, and you're able to run Apple CarPlay with just this dongle attached to your system. And right. you'll, you'll tell them more about how it works, but I think it's pretty cool. You sent me videos of you messing around with it, and actually I was quite taken aback that it actually works for something that's like roughly 60 to 70 dollars on ebay um, right 
So the thing actually works really well. I'll give you guys some specs just to uh, kind of give you a visual of what it looks like. This thing's about 50 grams, so it's super light. Uh, the size of it is about 130 by 30 by 10 uh, millimeters. So it's it's not that big, kind of yeah, like if you had an adapter. It, it kind of just looks like a uh, like that Wii adapter, the HDMI right. Wii adapter. Kind Correct. Of thing. And there's there's many other adapters that look similar to that. So, but that's what its basic thing is like a little box with a little wire with a USB at the end. Yeah. That's basically all it is. So on their on their website, the instructions to install this thing before I get into how it performs is basically you install the app on your car system. So uh, this one here, the one I actually purchased says nothing about Windows CE itself. It actually only says uh, Android systems yeah. 4.2 and above, but there are other ones on there I've seen where they actually say Android 5.0 and above. So maybe they're actually a different dongle. But uh, okay, so you install this in your, uh, you install this app, which is called uh, Autoplay, which is okay. super simple. You can just download it from the website. They give you the link to it. And then uh, as long as you know how to install it in your car system, if it's Android, that should be super easy too. You install yeah. it, you connect the, the car player box to your car radio by USB. So like I said, this little box has a USB at the end. You plug that in and then you connect your phone to it through, you know, depending if you're using Android Auto or if you're using a uh, CarPlay, you would use a lightning cable or whatever USB your phone takes, USB-C, micro USB, whatever it uses, you would just connect that USB to this box, just like you would if you were to charge it or connect it to the car stereo on its own. Yep. And then you turn on the app in the circumstance of uh, uh, CarPlay. You don't need to install any more apps on your phone or anything. It's already, CarPlay's already there. So you just yep. turn on, uh, you just hit the app, which is called AutoPlay on the stereo. It opens up, it says connecting, it, it asks you for permission, whatever, you give it permission. You plug in your phone or your phone could already be plugged in. It automatically just turns on CarPlay. That's all it is. It's supposed to be like a plug and play system. As yeah. long as you know how to get that app on there, which is probably like, like the main thing. If you have a Google Play Store, uh, it's not going to be on there, but you have to download it from the website and just put it maybe on a USB unless your stereo has Wi-Fi and you can download it straight from the site. There are different ways of doing it, but USB would probably be the easiest way. Install it, plug in the dongle, start the app. Your phone's connected to the dongle. Boom, CarPlay works. And let me tell you, people, CarPlay works flawlessly. Like, I've been using it for only about a week, so I'm not going to say, you know, I've tried everything, but anything that matters. Music but, works But great. in comparison to the last unit you tried CarPlay on, this is right, way so better. Right, so I did try, yeah, I tried CarPlay on a CE unit, a Windows CE unit. So it was actually, the whole unit just came with CarPlay. And when you would try to use navigation, it would just sound rough like staticky it would go to one speaker it was awful it did not work properly even listening to music it would lag and slow down i don't find any of these yeah. issues with this dongle and let me tell you my car unit my head unit is really old we're talking like android 4.4 because i put a custom os in it i'm not even going to go there but it used to be uh less than android 4.0 so it wouldn't even even worked on this. I had to put a custom OS on it for it to work. <clears throat> a lot of people out there were newer cars with uh, Android uh, head units. That won't be an issue. So that's all it is. All the stuff works great. Siri works on it. I just added like a three to $400 feature to my stereo unit that's super old. And now I don't have to change my head unit. And I paid like $60, $70 for it. So yeah, here's the and, benefit. And that USB can just be hidden in your, like, your glove compartment. 100%. Right? And like also... The really cool thing about it is let's say you decide to sell the car or whatever the reason is, you can actually take it with you if your next car is Android and doesn't have a, you know, CarPlay car on it or yeah. Android Auto. So Android Auto, same thing. The only difference is on your phone, you have to download Android Auto, just like you would if your head unit uh, had Android Auto from the factory. You would still have to have the Android Auto app. So and, that's and the that's only difference. Like, that's the key difference between Android Auto and Apple CarPlay is that Android Auto is an app you download from the store and Apple CarPlay is just built into the iOS framework. Right. So there's there's a difference there and I kind of agree with uh, Android's uh, way of using it. And I'll tell you why. I don't prefer Android Auto, at least in its state at the moment, versus CarPlay, especially like trying to look for your music yeah. and trying to play music you've downloaded. We've talked about this in the, pack, in the podcast in the past, so I won't go through it. I actually prefer CarPlay in the state they are right now. But... I, I prefer the way Android does it because you don't need to have a head unit to use Android Auto. You could use it straight out of your phone. So that's where it makes sense being an app. So if you have a, a cell phone right now and you go into your car and you have Android Auto on there, an Android device, you turn it on, you could use all the features you would on a, on a touchscreen if you had a head unit besides it being on the screen, right? A bigger screen. But you could yeah. still use all the features with CarPlay. 
that's not an option. You can only use CarPlay if, if you have like a CarPlay head unit. While that sounds like a benefit, I feel like what's the point if it's not in a head unit? Like, like the because the a lot point of people. Of, I'll give you an example. Of, the point I'll of give you an these, why that's, these types of systems is for them to be in a head unit. So it kind of so just here, doesn't. Yeah, go for it. Here's my point. First of all, the whole reason Android Auto exists and CarPlay are to make it less distractive for you. So they have a lot of features where <clears throat> they take away a lot of features as well, distractive features, but they give you a lot of features where maybe they're hands-free. So you're talking about a lot of cars now, they have like a 6.2 inch screen on them, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's a normal screen. You can get that. Um, your phones now are like 6.2 inch screens. So if you bought a car that didn't come with a fancy, you know, nav system on it, that's fine. You have your Android, uh, you know, phone that is already 6.2 inches anyways, because a lot of these phones are getting really big, 6.2 inches, yeah. and you have Android Auto. So all the features that are hands-free, like when a message comes in, it's going to it's gonna read it out to you right away. So that's where it makes sense, because your phones are almost Yeah, but the other part of that is that why can't I just do that with my phone? Why do I need a new interface to do that? The interface is just a way of, like I said, taking away a lot of those features that are distractive. Like if you didn't have that on, any any message that would come in, you would have to ask it to, uh, you know, read it out. Again, to, again, while I agree with you in the sense that like the the job of the interface is to keep it the least distracting, I still think if you have a six point two inch phone and you don't have an Android head unit, like you could probably just say like, "Hey Google, blah blah blah," and just do that that way and and do everything hands off and not touch your phone. It ultimately comes down to your willpower in order to actually do that. Right, because your also, phone, in all technicality, should be able to do that with or without Android Auto. Okay, but like I said, the interface is totally different. Like you're saying, there's no point of it, but sometimes it's easier just to. Sometimes we've talked about this in the past. You could say, "Hey, you know, whatever." I'm not going to say the trigger word, but hey, uh, Larry, can you play this song? And it's like, no, it's you've got to go to downloaded music because you're not on Wi-Fi. <clears throat> well, if you have the interface to easily get there and click on this music. You don't have to unlock your phone, go through this menu. Everything that's made to, to be on a vertical screen, especially with CarPlay, is now landscape. You know yeah. what I mean? Whereas in at least Android, they give you the option to go landscape. So you're right. You could use the phone without having to do and that. The other, I would say the other benefits of the head units, and you can correct me if I'm wrong because you drive and I don't currently drive. Um, but the benefit to having a head unit is that you're allowed to interact with your head unit and it's not considered... Uh, it's not considered uh, texting and driving. Uh, to be honest, those rules are, they're really getting close to like the gray area now. They could literally charge you for using your head unit now. They could literally charge you for using, uh, so basically they could charge you even for using a GPS if they wanted to, as distractive That's driving. That's fucking dumb. Huh? So it's, it's a really gray area now. It's a really gray area because distractive driving could be anything from your watch. Before it was like, okay, whatever you talk to or use, you use your watch. Why is that distractive? That's never part of it, right? Yeah. But it's, it's a very gray line. Now it's like everything's included in that. As long as there's, <clears throat> as long as you- Okay, there goes my argument. I can't make it anymore. There you go. Yeah. God okay. But anyways, people, I don't Police, really want to go- <laughs> I don't really want to go deep into this. This, yeah. this thing works. That's why I'm talking about it. It works. It works really well. I haven't tested it with Android Auto, but I'm assuming it works just as well with Android Auto, if not better because it's an android unit with an android auto app but with apple carplay it's working flawlessly if i have any issues in the future with it maybe stopping to work the only little thing that bothers me about it and this could be based on my head unit is when i plug it in it gives me this little message saying do you want to give permission to use this usb i have to click ok and that's it that's probably the most annoying thing because there's a little checkbox that says do you want this to be the default option yes and even though I click that, the next time I plug it in, it asks me the same question. Then again, it could be my head unit. It's got a custom OS on it. It's a really old head unit. But besides that, works perfectly. Sounds great. Uh, doesn't lag. Uh, Siri works perfectly. So if you're in the market and you know it works with your head unit and you want Apple CarPlay or Android Auto, yeah. go, out and, go out and get it. You know, yeah, Some yeah. people might ask, why wouldn't I just get Android Auto on my uh, unit, on my head unit? Like I why just I get said it? that. No, okay. No, no, but why wouldn't I just get Android Auto on my Android head unit? There's yeah. a reason you wouldn't do that, because you'd have to hotspot your phone every time. And when you hotspot a phone, the unit thinks it's on Wi-Fi. So it starts using data unlimitedly because it thinks, hey, there's no restriction here. I'm on Wi-Fi. So you don't want to do that. Also, we saw this really cool phone case. This is my segue. It's yes. terrible. But okay, you go. We saw, go this we saw this really cool phone case. Um, it's sort of got its own, like, a bad... A bad, you know, explanation because everybody's going to visualize an actual airbag is sort of it's got airbag deployment protection. 
but it doesn't use a bag style uh, deployment technique to protect your phone. Um, the case itself is is actually a prototype. It's not it's not a it's not on the market yet. But what it does is when you go to drop your phone, it detects that it's falling, and then these let's say eight legs basically swing out from the side of the phone. And they curve upwards in each direction, up, up, right. up and downwards. Uh, they kind of look. Can I just say this? They kind of look like if you were to grab the Pringle chips and do the duck face. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah they, exactly. they kind of look like that. They, yeah, they, they just curve outwards, yeah. basically. Uh, and they protect the phone once it hits the floor. They protect the phone from the from the phone itself hitting the floor, because I would say that these legs are like at least four or five inches, right? They, uh, yeah, I would yeah, say yeah, like probably. at least four or five, five inches. inches. Okay, four at least three or four three inches. Um, they keep the phone at least three to four inches off the ground. That's really amazing. They look like they're springy, like they would bounce, right? Like the video shows, like it looks like it bounces. They do. So yeah, they look like those slap bands, those plastic bands that like, you know, they curve, uh, if you slap them, but they can go straight. Uh, they kind of, they kind of remind me of that. And yeah, and you can like, I thought it was really interesting because you could just flatten out the legs and basically swivel them into the phone again so that you have them. But me and you, it's funny, we're talking about ways in which this could like backfire on you. Yeah, because at the moment it's a prototype. We don't exactly know exactly how they're, you know, sensing that the phone is falling, but we could just assume it's using a hardware that's already built into the phone. Yeah. Or maybe it has its own hardware, but I assume it, it's it's built into the software working with this case somehow. So just imagine there's so many circumstances where <laughs> it wouldn't be uh, great to be on like, let's say a roller coaster and all of a sudden you're going down a nice steep you know, <laughs> uh, track there and all of a sudden, boom, your phone pops open in your pocket. In your pocket yeah. Because <laughs> again, it's falling. we don't know the articulation force of those actual right. arms. So we don't know. If no, I can imagine like, they're not they're very just going to open. But... And it's not going to do anything. Right. But... but you imagine trying to take this thing out of your pocket with all these four legs. Are you like, oh, my oh, God, yeah. if you got skinny jeans. You're like, oh, man, I can't That's get this shit out of my pocket. That's going to be super annoying. You're going to probably break it, if anything, because they look like they pop out like Swiss Army knives. Yeah, they do. They, they swing out that the way. Side, so yeah. they swing out. In opposite so, directions, so in in the direction of each corner of the phone, basically. So there's either two things going to happen. They're not going to pop out because your your pants are like tight enough, and they're just gonna when you pull it out, it's slowly going to pop out, which means it probably can get like stuck. Like there's a lot of things they really got to work on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or maybe I mean? we because... don't know, but maybe they'll find a way to make it so that the phone knows uses some sort of like ambient light sensor to detect oh, that, that makes it's sense. in a pocket, You're right? right? So that if makes it's sense. falling, but it's in a pocket, it's not going to deploy. Right. Right? Like they, they could probably do some really interesting and creative things to stop it from deploying. If it has all that built into it, I'm assuming that's going to be a pretty pricey case. Yeah. At that point, like it might be like upwards of $150 for this case. Like you better hope the next year if you're gonna buy a new phone they don't change the form factor and like an S version comes out. Oh yeah, and that's that's <laughs> so the difficulty about cases, case. right? Is that cases are, uh, you know, they're phone specific, right? So if you, no one's gonna want to spend like upwards of hundreds of dollars on a phone case that that uh, you know they might replace in a year or two, you know. For sure, but I will say the concept is really cool. It and, is, you know, just having the the option to have a case that's not so because this thing doesn't look like it's bulky at all. No, it, it literally lo just looks like uh, maybe a couple millimeters of thickness on the back of the phone. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. So it's sort of like I just thought about it. It's sort of like if your phone was wearing like Dr. Octopus's backpack, yeah, except basically. the arms would deploy instead of always being there. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah. And like so. version 3.0, this thing would just walk around. Yeah, seriously. Just, <laughs> You're like, yo, get me go. a coffee and your phone yeah, yeah. would just disappear and come back with a coffee. It's really hot. Go get me a beer. Yeah, which is so fitting for like the weather lately, honestly. For sure. This thing would be like holding my fan up at work, walking around me 360. Um, yeah. So yeah, I thought I thought it was a really interesting piece of tech. Um, but I think I like... I think so too. I, I think, I think should... cases have come to a place where we do need to find... Uh, alternatives you know either our phones need to get indestructible which is not going to happen no definitely or <laughs> we need to find better options for our cases that don't make them so bulky but that's, yet, yeah that's not an otter box basically right because right we're at a moment now where basically like the majority of phones coming out are glass on the back glass on the front yeah you know gorilla glass five gorilla glass six seven eight nine ten whatever comes out in the future it shatters it scratches it cracks it breaks you remember when becoming more delicate there was huge more rumors around sapphire glass 
for yeah, the and Apple Sapphire glasses. See, Sapphire Glass is there's so many other issues with it. Oh yeah. Yes, you know it's not gonna scratch, but it actually breaks easier. Yeah, like from what I understand, it it doesn't scratch, but it's more brittle because it's harder, so it doesn't flex. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same. Fall, it's the same it with like break. what is it? Uh, what was the freaking uh the essential phone? The back part was made of oh what? the uh ceramic. Ceramic. Yeah, it's the same thing with ceramic. Ceramic is also like a really hard material, but it's also can be really brittle because it's really hard. Right. Um, and, and there's so, there's the issue, right? So like. Why why haven't they put Sapphire? Number one, also they put Sapphire on the Apple Watches, the originals. I think I don't know if they still do it on the higher end. I think uh, they do. Apple Watches now. I think but they a do lot of people bottom, say there's the like glass optics for the. Oh okay, for like the sensors and all for that. The sensors and stuff, yeah. But you know, a lot of people say, hey, you know these uh these have like a purplish hue to them because of the way the sapphires made they have like a certain hue in them whereas in the regular you know glass ones don't and that's true yeah. i saw them side by side and they have like a certain hue to them because of however sapphire is made it's i don't it's, know the reason uh, for well it. one of the reasons like apple stepped away from sapphires because like the process wasn't one consistent enough and two it wasn't like you know apple has you know high standards for materials in a sense like like i'm pretty sure the purple and you know part of the glass again I know I said earlier that uh, that they're probably still using sapphire glass. I actually don't know. I, they caught. A, they probably could have moved on to some other version of Ion X. You know, their Ion X glass. Which is what is that? That's basically just That's their version of Gorilla, gorilla glass. glass. Yeah, their version of Gorilla Glass. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Gorilla just, Glass is just a version of some other kind of glass. Well, Gorilla Glass is like it's literally like Ion infused glass that makes it harder. You know, but more flexible but more flexible yeah like it it gives itself the ions needed to be able to flex without breaking um without using any sort of film or anything like that um so yeah apple just started making their own version of that because you remember back in the day they actually used to announce on stage it has gorilla glass 5 i do i do remember that but then i guess they're using the same glass they're just like we don't want to sponsor they're making their own glass now right so yeah they're either making their own glass or they've cut a really good deal with gorilla glass to not even call it that anymore um oh okay uh one of the two i i don't know what it was i, I remember when the sapphire glass stuff was being talked about it was because that apple wanted to move away from gorilla glass you know because every every manufacturer that they have to deal with is an extra expense for them right right they, they want to keep these phones margins super low for themselves so that when they sell them they can make they can really make a hell high of a lot margins, profit right yeah exactly right okay well we got totally off track <laughs> but yeah so let's get back um, to the case <laughs> No, I think we moved on. I was about to move on from the case, but you were saying yeah, that the yeah, case... cases, I agree. I think cases need to be, uh, we need to get to a point where cases are using newer materials that can make the cases thinner, but have the same protection of something like uh, an otter box, you know, like a defender right. or something like I that. I think the hardest thing with cases is that cases nowadays are not just to protect your phone like at some point they were it's like the bulkier the better right but now yeah. we're at a point where cases are like a, a fashion statement right so they're 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 more than just like protection it's like you know and there's some crazy wild cases out there <laughs> like pikachu and all this like crazy designs i'm not i'm not into that i want a minimalistic case super thin but still protects the phone as much as i need it to right like i don't need the type of protection some certain people do uh, in my circumstance now, I've had to change the protection I need on my phone, but yeah. I personally, on my everyday going out and not, you know, not using it at work, would like something just barely there. Oh barely yeah, so noticeable. I got something for you. I've been doing this lately. I uh, went out to the store, the Shoppers Drug Mart. I picked up unlubed okay. condoms. I just Great. put the just put the phone in the condom. Throw the condom in your pocket. Fucking perfect protection. All I don't the even time. have to work. Fuck. I never even thought about that. Yeah. And your phone won't ever get pregnant. It's great. I was about to say that you won't even have to worry about anyone getting pregnant around no. you, especially with tip detection now. Yeah. Exactly. I'm assuming the future of tip detection, you don't want your phone getting too close to, you know, yeah. a lip yeah. detection. And then, you know, maybe yeah, something happens. There will be like you. dental dams for phones just because, you know, you're going to be <laughs> touching it with your, your dick all the time. Yeah. Like dick. Oh, is that what tip detection is? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah, we so, uh we revealed it too too quickly yeah we're gonna lose the rights on this you better go copyright this right now oh yeah trademark it right you're now already tip trademarked detection. It. it's too okay. it's too bad um, by the way this case won't work with tip detection unless you're you know taking a risk of possibly um yeah let's move on so yeah uh just to end out the show 
this is going to be a shorter episode than usual. Um, I'll say let's talk about like what games or what movies we've watched. Um, okay. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? No, go ahead. Start. Uh, so yeah, for games, I've been playing three specific games. Uh, well, actually four specific games. Uh, the three I'll talk about that are on my phone. One is called hole.io, H-O-L-E.io. Uh, it's basically a game, uh, where you play a black hole that sucks up things in a city and you gain points. It sounds really stupid, but I'm pretty sure it's a time waster for anyone who tries it. Um, the other game I've been playing is called Pokemon Quest. Um, it's a really cool Pokemon discovery slash, you know, you build teams, uh, and then you fight other Pokemon in the wild, and you gain like these stones that help you make your Pokemon better. Uh, it, again, it's another game. It's hard to explain, and it's really fun. And then Pokemon Go is the other thing I've been playing. Uh, everybody knows Pokemon Go. Uh, they've done a lot of changes to Pokemon Go, and that's why I kind of play it now. I kind of play it lackadaisically, casually. Yeah, uh, you're saying one of the changes are like that it's actually weather based on your. Yeah. Location. Yeah, yeah. And so the, certain Pokemon come out at uh at certain times depending on the weather, or well, more of a certain type. They they they've changed it so that that Pokemon are weather specific now. So if it's raining outside, you might see more water Pokemon. If it's sunny outside, you can see more regular and rock type Pokemon. Sometimes more fire Pokemon. Um, the other thing they're doing is they're doing a lot more events. They have things called raids now that allow you to get legendary Pokemon, which I got an Articuno yesterday, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, and they've added trading recently. There's a ton of things that they're adding, and I think they're going to be adding battling soon too, so you and your friends can battle each other. Uh, so they're basically cool. like turning this into a full-fledged, you know, separate style Pokemon game. Just is is it as popular as it was when it first came out? Because I remember when that f- so, game first came out, people were getting into accidents. <laughs> so yeah, game. like I don't know, like the popularity wise, like it doesn't look like a lot of people play it. But I mean, yesterday I played in two raids uh, while I was at the Eden Center. We were just near one of these raids, and we're like, oh, let's try these. Um, and there was like at least like fifteen people around each of these raids, just waiting to wow. fight the, the Articuno. I was like, okay, Enough. so. Let me but again, they're not like it's not like before where people are gathered in an area, right? Like I could look around the room and I could only tell like a few people specifically were playing the game. Everybody else, I could be like, if you were playing the game right now, I have no clue <clears> because <throat> you look like you're just looking at your phone. <clears throat> and let me ask you a question because I remember when this first came out uh, yeah. in the area I live, there was like a, a gym nearby or like a certain area where a lot of Pokemon would would come. And I I was walking with my wife one day and we're like damn there are a lot of people here but not only that the surprising thing was like the age groups yeah so it's not like you're seeing like only teenagers or 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 only kids like we're talking it was a mixed i would say for what i was seeing yesterday it was like 20 some odd year olds like 25 year olds and up I wasn't seeing okay. any younger people playing Pokemon Go. And, and not many older people either? Or no, there was older people. Even... There was like people I could say that were like in their 30s, probably. Right. You know, like, and maybe in their 40s playing Pokemon Go. Because a lot of us grew up with this, with this yeah. uh, TV I, show, right? I would right? say like, like the demographic for this specific game ends up being adults. And the only reason I say that is because like you can't just let your kids roam the city. Right. And capture Pokemon, <laughs> right? It's It's not... It's not a Pokemon game for a younger audience. It's definitely a Pokemon game for an older audience. Um, and I think it just works out. Again, they've made a lot of changes. That's why I play it. Um, and yeah, and the last game I've been playing, which I think I've told you about, is uh, is Yoku's Island Express. It's a uh, side-scrolling platformer, Metroidvania, but the, the gimmick is that you get around the world using like pinball paddles. Right. You did talk about this. This is on the Switch. Yes, this is on the Switch. It's also on PC. I think it's also on PlayStation and Xbox. I can't confirm that. Sounds like a really fun game. Not super expensive. No, it's um, like 25 bucks. It's it's really fun to play. It's definitely worth it for anyone who likes pinball or anything like pinball. And you don't have to be really good at pinball to play this game, which I really like. So, um, yeah, I would, I would suggest anybody check it out if they're, you know, uh, looking for a new game on their Switch to play. Check it out. It's a pretty cool game. That's awesome. Sounds like uh, I'll be checking out the uh, the show notes and hitting up some of those links because 
like with my switch i just want something fun i don't really want to play any replay any game i've already played which is a lot of titles that are coming out are are titles that have come out in the past i understand people do want them on the switch because now they're portable and th these were games they'd love to play over and over now that they could take it anywhere yeah uh, like doom and um uh, skyrim and i think resident evil's on there there's a lot I, of like I, games. I also think you you should venture more into the indie titles because i think you'd enjoy some of those games i think my biggest issue with indie titles i'm going to be 100 percent uh, honest with you is just sometimes uh i feel like because there are indie there are games on there that are actually on mobile device okay that are on your i just feel like they're not worth my money, if that makes any sense. I'm like, not even, even talking about the indie titles that are already on a phone. I'm not talking about those games. I'm no, no, but even the indie titles... Like, are indie titles that maybe have already come out on PC, but you haven't actually played them. Here's... And you've okay, been here's interested my, here's in playing things. them, you should try them, because they're actually really good games. Here's my issues with playing some of those titles. When I look at a system, and, you know, this is just the way I look at it. I'm not saying this is, like, yeah. the way it should be. But the way I look at my system is, like, even with my PC, uh, my Xbox, anything... Um, a lot of games are a lot of fun, but I have this mentality and I don't know why I'm stuck this way because yep. I'm probably missing out on a lot of really good games. I look at my Switch and I go, hey, this is the newest badass uh, device for games like Mario and like graphically Mario is a lot better than it was. And like this is better than I do not want games that are graphically not up to par for that system. And uh, I don't know why I think this way, but even on my PC, it's like if I'm going to play a game like playing Far Cry 5. I'm playing it because the graphics are amazing because I could pick up a lot of older games that I haven't played, but I can't play them because graphically, I think like I'm not using the potential yeah, of my but PC. I mean, you're kind of, you're kind of limiting yourself because a lot of these indie titles, a lot of these indie titles don't like, they have a unique aesthetic to them and they're not old games. They're just, no, I get it. Different. It's a style, right? It's a they style like, that they use. Like Yoku's Island Express is a great example. Like the art style of it is very like uh it's like a painting like an oil painting it looks really cute it's really awesome but again like the style or look of a game shouldn't persuade you from playing it, it it's funny because um, everyone tells me that um you sound like your brother game? when i first introduced him to to minecraft and he wouldn't play minecraft, minecraft. i was about to say that i swear to god i was about to say that he wouldn't minecraft. play he honestly never wouldn't play it. minecraft because of its look and then he started right. playing minecraft and he's like oh this game's amazing and that's one of the games i've never tried and I'm like, people are like, oh, you ever play Minecraft? That thing's awesome. And, it, you know, you build and this and that. And it sounds amazing. I'm like, yeah, but it looks like Nintendo graphics. Like, I don't want to play a game that looks like a Nintendo graphics. I have like an Xbox or a PC. I'm not playing Nintendo graphics on it. I got it for a reason. It's the latest, greatest, you know, thing to play the latest, greatest graphics. I don't yeah, want to play Nintendo graphics. You'll get to a point where I did where, yes, I have a 1080 and like, so what? Like graphics these days between games on Ultra, like are not, they're not mind blowing. Like they're not, they're not the witchers of the world. They're not the deus exes of the world. Like nobody's gotten to the fidelity of like super high mind blowing graphics anymore. No, but there is a huge jump from something like Minecraft, which is, which is, um, yeah. you know, purposely again, made that's to look a like game that. aesthetic versus right. graphics. No, no, I want right? because you understand. can add, you can on add on texture packs to Minecraft that are 4k ultra HD. Like you can add texture packs. It's just not going to change the fact that everything in the game is made of a square. Or a cube, right. you know what I mean? Right. No, I I told you it's one of my the, the way I think about it. Like, and you're right. It's like my brother. You told him the same thing. He didn't like the game, and you know I go to see my cousin all the time, uh, and his uh, and his kids, and you know little Augusto loves Minecraft. You oh, know, yeah, and I'm does. like, and I'm like, yeah, I haven't actually played it because to me it doesn't make any sense. But I will try. It. You know what? I will try it. But let's uh, let's get going on this just because yeah. we do have so, a bit yeah. of time. So yeah, so we crunch. got a, roughly like ten more minutes, and uh, yeah, tell tell me what you've been playing and maybe what you've been watching. Okay, so uh, yeah, because you haven't said anything about what you're watching, we'll go back to you on that. So I actually did beat Far Cry Five. Yes. Okay. So I just want to say I enjoyed the game. I really liked it, and uh, if anybody's thinking about playing it, go out and get yourself a copy or or download a copy. Uh, you know, p purchase it online, whatever it is. It's a really good game. If you like the Far Cry open world type game, a lot of people say it. It's true. It basically becomes the same thing over and over with different skins. That's, that's fine. That's I enjoyed my opinion. it. That's I always say that. That's some people's opinion. It's not my opinion. I thought it was a great game. Story was great. Uh, they really gave uh, the, you know, the they called Joseph Seed. So it's like this whole family. It's got Joseph Seed, Jacob Seed, and John Seed. And one of the other characters is Faith, with it, which is a female. And so they're all like uh, pretty much they own these areas. Uh, they're the top, uh, like the leaders of these areas. So Jacob Seed, John Seed, okay. and in Faith, you have to beat them to get to Joseph. 
and you face him at the end. And, and basically, I've done a bunch of side missions to get whatever I wanted. So any upgrades, anything like that, I did all the side missions to get any weapons, any vehicles I wanted to unlock. And then I decided, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and, and face Joseph Seed. I like the way they did the game. They, they left it open for uh, a sequel. I don't know if they're going to do a sequel or maybe there's just some like DLC. Because I know there's DLC for it. Or at least there's a season's pass. I don't know if any of that DLC's come out. I have to have to look into that because I wouldn't mind playing that. I really enjoyed the game. The character Joseph, they really give you like a deep background. Where you start to kind of like feel for him. Then there's certain scenes in there where you're like, this man is just evil. He's just psycho and he's evil. Yeah. And same thing with, with his uh, siblings. You know what I mean? With uh, John Jacob. Uh, they're they're really messed up, you know, and, and their whole belief system because this is uh, it's all like religion based, right? Mm -hmm. So definitely go check out the game. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'd, I'd give it a, I'd give it like a, a four star out of five for sure. Uh, can't wait to play the DLC if there is any out already. Uh, I'll definitely purchase that. If there isn't, maybe I'll get the seasons pass if the DLC is worth it. The I've next heard game the I DLCs picked up, for that game are not story related. They're not okay, so maybe I won't, unless it's just something really fun to do. It seems like they are. They're like, um, you should check them out. I, I've heard it's pretty cool. So next game uh, I picked up right after that that I'm playing at the moment is Doom. Not a new game, but hey, and it was like fourteen dollars. It was fourteen dollars on a game on a system that I I really want to try it on, which is like my my PC. I've had it on the Xbox, never really played it. So I said, you know what? Let me get it on the PC and actually play it because that's where I play most of my games now. I'm kind of uh, into it. There's I want to tell you something that's really bothered me about the game. Uh, so first of all, I will say you gave me advice to follow the storyline. Yeah, I have been following the storyline. Uh, I'm not that far into the game. So uh, I'm at the point uh, where he's destroying the filters for the good and bad evil. Uh, you know, and he gives you the choice there. He's like, either you can destroy it and we'll never have this power source again. Yeah. It's up to you. And, and he's, you know, he's a badass. So I've gone to a point after that. And you know how there's a, I, I don't know if I'm using the word right. It's a relics, right? Where you get these like little upgrades. So you have to do little challenges. Yeah. Those are the relics. Yeah. Those are the relics. So the first relics really easy. You go around, you have to kill a certain amount of people in a certain amount of time. Every person you kill, you get a, a an extra two seconds of time. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of uh, Far Cry. There's like a, uh, one of the brothers, uh, he also does that too. I think it's, uh, if I'm not wrong, it's Jacob. Jacob has like, the, every time you, you face him, you have to kill like a bunch of people and the time keeps going. But anyways, there's the, I'm on my second relic that I found in the whole game. And okay. you get into this area where you get two seconds for shooting these skeleton type uh, demons, or you get four seconds if you do an uh, honor kill. Is that what it's called? Uh, the, uh, where the, you bash them in? Yeah, I think it's called an honor kill. It's like an honor kill or something like that, where you actually like bash them in once they start glowing. Dude, they want me to kill a certain amount of people, but they're not giving me any people to kill. I can't find them. It's so frustrating. I've done it so many times over because I want to get this relic because the relic allows you. Is to Is this the one with the bombs? More there's also bombs in the world. No, there's no bombs. It's just the second one. You literally start off the. You got an old, old-fashioned type shotgun. I don't even have this weapon in the actual game. You got an old-fashioned type shotgun, and there's just skeletons coming at you. You get four seconds for giving them honor kills or whatever it's called, and then, and then uh, two seconds if you just shoot them. You go down a set of stairs, and you go up a set of stairs like a whole square of just up and down stairs. I go down the set of stairs. There's more skeletons, and then it's like you're running out of time, but I can't find any more people people to kill i'm like is there the big so... demon guys and you're using like one of the no, missile guns no just just okay no. i don't know which one you're playing then i'm so frustrated i've done it like 10 times and i just that's the last time i played the game now i had to give myself a rest before i go cuckoo for cocoa puffs yeah and yeah so i gave myself a game is awesome though i'm trying to follow the storyline like you said i have been following the storyline i'm basically after this chick right now who's trying to open up like the freaking portal to hell and uh yep it's so uh, it, yeah. It's good that you're now listening to the storyline because the story actually to that game, while people might take it as like insignificant, I think it's really important for like the future versions of that game because they're definitely going to make sequels. And I officially want to let you know there is no reloading in the game. Okay, there you go. There is no reloading. I just wanted to let you know we had we had a conversation about this in the past. Uh, you said there was reloading. There is no reloading in the game, but it makes sense because it's just about going out there and shooting some demons. And having a lot of fun. So who cares about reloading? So yeah, those are the games I'm playing right now. Uh, I got a lot of games I want to play in the future, but I'm definitely going to pass Doom before I do that. Beat Doom. Uh, Movies-wise, do you want me to go first on what I've been watching or you? Uh, Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay, so Netflix. I don't know if we'll will... have the time to go through all of us, but yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, I, I won't go through. You know what? I'm just going to talk about the ones I really like. I had a, a huge list, but I just want to tell people, if, you, if you're looking for something on Netflix that's a comedy... Uh, it's a really good show. It just came out on Netflix called Good Girls. So we have uh, Christian uh, Hendricks, Retta, and Mae uh, Whitman 
who are the actors in this. And and basically, it's three suburban mothers suddenly find themselves in desperate circumstances and decide to stop playing it safe and risk everything to take their power back. So um, the characters all have their own issues. Uh, Retta has a daughter who's got a, a, who needs a, a new kidney. And so basically, they don't have enough money. The medication yeah. she needs to be well is like $10,000 a month. Jesus. And she's working at like a diner and her, and her husband's now trying to become an officer to get benefits to help with this. Um, Which uh, I Christina, feel like plays into the story really well because don't they right. rob something? like? Yeah, yeah. So Christina, she's basically a stay-at-home mother. Her husband, she just caught him cheating. Uh, he owns a, a, you know, like a, a, a car a car auto sale. A dealership. A dealership, there's the word. I'm trying to go through this quick. A dealership, he spent all their money. He's taken out mortgages on their house. They don't even have enough to pay the mortgage. They're back on their payments. Uh, uh, sorry, May. Okay, these are... I'm, I'm making sure I'm using the right names here. Yeah. So May, she's actually a divorced single mother who works at the supermarket, which they all decide to rob. Okay, oh, and she okay. needs money. She needs money because... Uh, she has to fight her her ex-husband for custody of their daughter. And so she needs money for lawyers. So they all decide to rob her convenience store. But that's just the beginning. It goes in so much deeper. This is such a fun show to watch. Uh, you guys have to watch it if you're looking for something that's funny and a really good show. I'm one episode from being done from the whole season. Uh, so definitely check it out. If you're looking for a fun show to watch on uh, Netflix, Good Girls just came out. Awesome show. There's 11 episodes there. Uh, I'll just nice. go through a few movies I watched. Um, Thank You for Your Service is a 2017 movie. I actually just finally watched it. It's about a group of soldiers returning from Iraq, struggling with integration back into, you know, civilization and their family, uh, you know, living with the memory of war and, you know, all the destruction and, and you know, uh, a is, lot of things. This is that, that movie with Miles Teller, right? Miles Teller, yes. This is also a great movie. It, it, it deals with a lot... Um, uh, post uh, post-traumatic stress sorry? disorder, PTSD. Right. Yes, so it, it shows a lot of that. It's a great movie. If you're looking for like kind of movie that's going to pull on the heartstrings, check it out. It's not a happy, fun movie, so for sure it's not that if you're looking for that. Another movie I watched, also a 2017 movie, Marshall. Thought it was great. Sorry I'm speed running through this. The story is about uh, Thurgood Marshall, uh, the crusading lawyer who became the first African-American Supreme Court justice as he battles through one of his career-defying cases. So it's basically, uh, it's got it's got some really good actors. It's got, um, let me just give you the names here. It's got Chadwick uh, Boseman. Yes. It's got Josh Gad and Kate Hudson. Okay? Oh, nice. You definitely have to check it out if you like movies that are about historic uh, events. And, uh, you know, this this is one of those movies. Basically, uh, Kate Hudson, who's Eleanor, is... Uh, is saying that Joseph Spell, who's who's played by Sterling K. Brown, has raped her, and uh, Chadwick Boseman, who plays Thurgood Marshall, is her lawyer with Sam Friedman or Friedman Friedman, who's played by Josh Gad, is uh, is defending him. And uh, I don't want to ruin it. And if you know history, you kind of know what happens. But it's it's a really good movie. So wait, I'd say check it out. Chadwick Boseman is defending the lady. Sorry, is defending, is defending Joseph Spell. Joseph, Joseph Spell, Spell okay. which is a black African American player. And by Josh Gad, who is also, also white, no, is, is also defending, defending yes, is white. the white girl. No, he's defending Joseph Spell. Wait, they're so they're both, both defending, defending Joseph. Joseph Spell. They're okay. both. They're both. Is uh, one of them is like uh, you know your primary and your. Uh, okay. They have a name for it in court. I see what you're saying. I don't know what the name is, but uh, Josh Gad is basically the primary, and uh, and. Uh, Thorgood Marshall, which is Chadwick Boseman, is kind of like the secondary. He's on this on this whole thing to help African Americans, right? Yeah, yeah. Or being wrongfully uh, accused of wrongfully crimes accused. just because of their skin color, right? Right. Another movie I just want to say really quick wasn't one of the top movies in in reviews out there, but I personally enjoyed it. It just came out in 2018. It's called Gotti. It's played by uh, John Travolta. Um, I like gangster mafia movies. The story life about John Gotti and his son. So there's been a lot of things about John Gotti's son lately. There was a whole documentary on him okay. wanting to get out of the life. This is kind of like uh, not only John Gotti's story, but also his son, right? And there's okay. like something, I found out something in this movie I didn't know, which was interesting, is John Gotti had a younger son. I forgot uh, what the name of the son was. He had a younger son who was hit by a car at 12. I never even knew this. Oh, really? And now, yeah, he was hit by a car and died. And he was like 12 or, or under that. He was around that age. Yeah. And, uh, you know... The guy who hit him, you know, disappeared. 
So like, and this was in the news. This was like a big thing back. But I didn't even know this about John Gotti that he had another son because he had quite a few kids. He had, I think, one daughter and like four sons. Uh, and uh, that was a part of the movie. I never even knew that part of his story, right? Yeah, was yeah, that yeah. He had a younger son who passed away, and that's something they had to deal with, you know, as a family and everything. Wow, that's crazy. But yeah, there's some, uh, there's uh, what I like about it as well is that we have one of our Toronto actors here, and I'm hoping I don't butcher his name, but his name is Spencer Rocco LaFranco. No clue who the hell that is. He's Toronto-born, and he plays uh, John Gotti Jr., so he plays his son. Okay. Uh, so definitely just supporting him as well. But is because, he like you know, a notable actor, or is he still? Like he is a, a notable actor. Okay. He's on. He's the third on the credited cast, right? So he's he's on. He's actually uh, a star cast. Yeah. Well, he's, he's one, a of, star the, cast, one so. of the lead or or supporting yeah. roles. So right? definitely check. Well, yeah, because this movie is about Gotti and his son, and he's the son there. They're talking about yeah yeah so check it out if you like those you know gangster mafia movies uh john travolta plays them really well and uh yeah i really enjoyed it it wasn't one of the highest rating movies out there but i personally enjoyed it so yeah those are my picks for movies i'd say check them out all right well with that being said um i hate to end this abruptly but uh i think that's yeah we're kind of it. on a time crunch so i'm really I sorry i gotta get people. you out in two minutes so i'm just gonna end <laughs> I, this I don't know if you heard the little ding in the background. That was the wife saying, hurry your ass up. I've yeah. got the shotgun. It's cleaned. It's loaded. It's up to you. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we appreciate all your feedback. If you go to iTunes or Google and uh, leave us some comments and, and, uh, and a rating, that would be appreciated. Uh, you can find us on all your podcasting platforms, uh, You know, I, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google's new uh, podcast app. Uh, basically anywhere you can find us, including Spotify now. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at SparksSLX. You can also go to our um, our Facebook. It's facebook.com slash pixel refresh. And uh, last but not least, our music, as always, is by Ryan Little. Um, you can find him at soundcloud.com slash I am Ryan Little. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week. Yeah, yeah. And that's a podcast done for y'all people to know. This shit was already done. And you all missed out on one thing. I don't know. I feel so bad for everyone who listened to this podcast. They missed out on. What what movie was that? What what show was that again? Gossip Girls? <laughs> oh, fuck. We'll never get that back, bro. We'll never get that back.